No, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Hold on. That, uh, before the recording started, I yelled, no, I'll figure it out to be, are we serious <laughs> right now? So I know, cause we need to give background. This is very rude of me. Uh, well, rudimentary. So I am in Hartford, Connecticut. This is not video. Nobody will know. And I have a blur on the background as if I'm in a fucking corporate teams meeting for some reason. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There we go. All right. So uh, here's what happened. I said yes. Uh, last week, we couldn't make it. Did we do a podcast last week? Not we did not. We did not. Okay, cool. Well, there, there, there are some things going on. <laughs> there, there are some things going on behind the scenes. Can we? Um, can this be the podcast where we say Blue Wire fired us? Because that has that been announced? It, it has. It has now, I guess. I mean, I don't need to Break, breaking news. Breaking news here, Flem. Yeah, I come back to say, yeah, y'all are fired. I am. Uh, what was the reality show where the guy comes to save the restaurants? <laughs> I, I'm glad I threw it to you. Doing nothing. That'll be perfect. Leave all that in. And just <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving all of it in. Um, you're, you're, you're like you're like rescue, George. Yeah, you're, you're like George Clooney and up in the air. <laughs> George, no Clooney. I uh, don't fake laugh me. I'm not here for that. That that was actually good. (laughs) I'm I'm going to keep that one. We, uh, we last saw each other two weeks ago, two weeks ago. And that was, uh, nobody knows this post podcast. It was revealed. We were fired by blue wire like two months before post podcast. I'm joking about two months. I don't know when. But we were supposed to do something last week to make fun of it. We had creative ideas, and then, uh, well, for the same reason Blue Wire fired us, we didn't do it. <laughs> so this week, I'm like, all right, I'm in. Uh, I believe I'll say, hey, I'll travel. Here I am, traveling, dedicated, and uh, nobody else is here. Which, to be fair, nobody else said they would be here, but Stupak, and uh, I would expect nothing less than Stupak to show up with like five minutes left of whatever we do here. With that said, we have not announced Blue Wire fired us. Blue Wire fired us, which I, I don't know. Did we get fired or did we get told like, hey, like we just remembered? Like, are we the guy on the uh, not the office office what's space the- office space? And Flem has a wonderful connection there in Hartford, Connecticut. Yes, we are just like uh, Milton from Office Space, sitting down in the basement, just still collecting checks, and only needing his red stapler. Flem is still uh, having some connection issues. So yeah, uh, we're we are no longer employed by Blue Wire Pods. Um, I think it was more of a mutual separation where our contract with them was up, and they decided to not resign us. However, we were probably not going to resign with them. Um, and here we are, but we got an email that said notice of termination and here I am just speaking into the void all alone and phlegm is gone. And this is where I am. This is, uh, this is my lot in life. I don't know what to do now. I don't know how I'm going to make money to pay, uh, for diapers, food for the kids, I don't know. Kind of a sad existence here. Who knows? I'm just going to sit here and talk into the void and just keep this going. And I, I don't know what we're ever going to do uh, again with this, uh, with this podcast. 
Um, it's 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 lonely out here. It really is. Am I audible? Yes. Oh. So keep however you need to edit this. This is the best. Okay. <laughs> I'm, me, I'm keeping you know, all of it me, in. Yes. Me losing my uh, energy bill after being fired by Blue Wire is the best way for that to be presented. So <laughs> here's what happened. All right. Let's let's recap real quick. I'm in uh, Hartford, Connecticut. No way tells to you because I didn't want to see him. I told Beep I'll be here this week. I had a couple of drinks and uh, showed up five, ten minutes late. And now we are five an ten hour, minutes. an hour and five, ten minutes mm. late. No way. I'm sorry. Is it uh, eleven fifteen my time or let? Hold on. No, I w- I'm not going to do time zone talk because it's boring. Let me do a Dan. We typically do nine o'clock your time, or is it nine eight o'clock, o'clock my time? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock Mountain. Oh, so I'm literally an hour late. An hour and twenty four minutes late. So eight o'clock your time would be ten o'clock. My time 10, now. 10 o'clock Eastern. It's now 11.24. Correct. Okay. I, uh, this is on, this one's on, this one's on you. I have to admit, this is on you. Bubba <laughs> what? All right. So we should have, wow. This is even funnier because I, uh, legitimately was like, I have till 10 o'clock and, or 11 o'clock. You did have until 10 o'clock. 11 o'clock Eastern. No, I, I thought I had till 11 o'clock Eastern. It's now 11.30 Eastern, right? So I'm 30 minutes late. Was it not? Ni- was it 9 o'clock my time? Is that what the original? I'm new no. here. So it's, it's, it's 8 it's o'clock your PM, time. 10 p.m. 10 Eastern. 10 p.m. my time. Okay, yeah. Yep. 9 right, p.m. Okay. Central. Yep. 8 p.m. Mountain. Got 7 p.m. Pacific. And it's now 11.25. I am 90 minutes late to a podcast right. that nobody else showed Wait, can I ask something else? Did anybody else show up to the original Zoom? Yes. Who? How? Oh, fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. He so showed wait. up on time. Okay, if I told you right now that you have punctual pal or me 90 minutes late, let's be honest, uh, for a podcast, who are you taking? Stupak. You motherfucker, don't. That's racist. <laughs> How is that racist? <laughs> uh, you hate Mexicans and pal. I, I do not. Pal no. is Mexican, too. Is he? All right, uh, so... On, this is there's a weird way to edit that, and I feel bad for you as a white man to have to do it. Uh, I would just leave it all in, but you know, I'm safe as a minority. So I showed up 90 uh, oh, Jesus, 90 minutes late to a Zoom, yeah, 90 minutes, right? 11 30. Uh, yeah, you know, right, we're, we're, right. gonna, we're gonna take we're gonna take a step back here when it comes to post post game show. I am actually the minority here. I don't, I, I don't know who the fuck is still on this podcast, so you'll have to remind me. I who is Capo gone or Capo's gone? I, yeah. I haven't seen him in a, an extremely long time. I love the idea of this just being like there's an equal amount of white, brown, and black people, and to white people, that's the minority. It's like we cannot. <laughs> uh, what, what hold on? We have all right, so we have Stupont. I, 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 def, I literally dare you to say that there's not another black person that shows up on, hey, Bob. A, on a on PPG. Sometimes. Oh, no. That's not fair. Now you're just, you're doing that thing where you get to like, I have a black friend. Like, no. No, 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 no. I hung out with, have I actually hung out with Ed Bob? It's not interesting, but yeah, I hung out with Ed Bob last two weeks ago. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Uh, Oh, well, I prefer not to have ever, he talks a lot and it's very emo. Um, So I prefer Stupak. If I, if I had, (laughs) let's rank our black friends from uh, hour after hours. 
I, all right. So if only Palace showed up, there's a couple things I have to mention. Uh, last week, y'all didn't do a podcast. That's fine. We'll move on. We got fired by Blue Wire. And I don't know if it's fired. I think what happened here was, what was it that Dan used? There was a financial error, a miscalculation. Remember when Dan was leaving ESPN, he kept saying accounting. It was an accounting error. Like They were looking like, we spend all this money on these people, and they couldn't equate the value to the money they were actually paying. Do you remember? Was it? Yeah, we we were changing the metrics. We're we're building an airplane in the in the sky, you know. We were no, but there was an a, actual adjusting error. to adjusting to market inefficiencies. But I think yeah. he was saying like the, somebody was back there saying there's an accounting error. Yeah, and we're like Milton from Office Space, sitting down in the basement, still taking a paycheck, and only worrying about his red stapler. And we didn't know this, we were fired line. until yeah. I, anyway, it took us forever yeah. to realize. But in my head, like, are we are we, were we in accounting error? Because outside of like Chris Long, is there anybody from Blue Wire that a podcast? And I'm not saying this. Let me be clear. I'm not doing the Dan Levitard, uh, and then not be better, be better. Uh, no, scratch that. Let me. But the thing is, Blue Wire doing the thing where. Or are we doing anything? Like, I don't know if we got fired, right? Like, did did Blue Wire know who we were? Did we know who Blue Wire were? Did we ever actually have a relationship? Because as much as like the first when Blue Wire came to us, we were at our peak. Uh, and when you find talent and you decide to like say, Hey, we want you, you you help talent, which I don't think Blue Wire did. Blue Wire's biggest podcast is who? Chris Long? It's gotta be Chris Long or uh uh, I'd say Chris Van Vliet. He does a wrestling podcast. That one's pretty pretty yeah. popular. It's always and, in the top. top and be clear, I'm not throwing shade podcast. to the podcast. I'm just saying who's Correct. there. Yeah, like this is not about Correct. the podcast host. The podcast, like, be clear. We all we all got paid the whatever we were agreed. So this is not about podcast host. This is about Blue Wire and their biggest. So their biggest personality, if you say like name recognition or just views, I don't know. I'm assuming Chris Long's top two for this argument. And if I'm wrong, who cares? That's the whole point of sports arguments, right? We got Chris Long without Blue Wire. True. We got Chris Long through Pam, who simply just did what we all did, which is like it. I'm the one thing I think that is not talked about about Laura After Hours is like everybody loves to pretend they came out the mud and they do all this and do all that, right? There was no Blue Wire Las Vegas studio for us. We had Mina Kimes, no. we had Sarah Spain, we had Chris Long. There was no, not a single thing. There was, and again, this is not anti-Blue Wire. I just want to be very clear of what we did. And so what bothers me the most is like, everybody was pretending we grinded, we did all this. Like, okay, cool. Like, and don't get me wrong. If you're great at content, you can absolutely become, uh, and there are a few people which I'll, maybe in post-edit, I'll go research, but I'm not being funny. Like there are some people that have signed a Blue Wire that have a, truly taking advantage because they are great at what they do. They're talented. This is not about Blue Wire host. It's about Blue Wire. Like Blue Wire, what did you provide to us? The Your most famous, at least publicly, I'm going to assume podcast, uh, host, we got because we were us. Like nobody on your end helped us get there. You didn't have many times until after we had many times. And I'm sure there's many more. It's true. I think Sarah Spain also. I think we had Sarah Spain first. Like, I, 
Uh, and I, I'm sure there's um, there's many more. Uh, Beep, I'm sure if you want to go into the ones I don't know, because I know that we are very honest about what we did. If it was soccer or baseball, I wasn't there. So if there's soccer or baseball people that were there, then I'm sure you know people we got that Blue Wire didn't get into after us. Well, I mean, Ro- Roger Bennett, he's he's one of the most famous soccer faces and voices in the world. After his uh, national birthplace lost to USA? Like it, to no, the he, French, they, excuse they, me. Uh, to Spain, okay, but, but they See, lost. That's so much I don't know. There's and he, he was on yeah. the show an hour after that. Yeah, his home he country still, lost in soccer, yeah. the biggest sport, and and you got him on that show. Yeah, correct. Yep, you and so what bothers me the most is like we actually got people. Kenny Maine, um, <laughs> don't forget Kenny Maine, and Addison from Cameo. Addison from Cameo. I. Which, what, which we still we still need a few uh, retweets and and likes on that to get our. Uh, are our we camera. still pending? I, I. You know what? It's it. if we're there. You know what? Check it. If we're there, tell Dan Levitard, uh to give us whatever retweet. Uh, that was Cody Drake. This is how much we're invested. I remember Drake tweeted that out after we did it because I was so upset. Like, no, we had a way to do it, and Drake was right. I was wrong. I thought there was a better way to do it, and Drake just going off instinct did the best thing to promote. You know what that is? That's 20 people who fucking made a podcast. They ended up at Moss Miami, you guys, not me, interviewing Dan LeBetard, interviewing about everybody else. And I'm not saying Blue Wire was the wrong decision because um, we were all in agreement of whatever just gave us whatever blue check we needed at the time, right? When you're new, you feel like you need to pay $8 a month to get a blue check. Um, so, so the I'm, I'm yeah, gonna I'm gonna cut yeah. in here. So the the tweet was at Addison underscore Jacoby from Cameo promised us he can get our group on Cameo to help us cover our expenses if this tweet gets five thousand likes. Retweet question mark Laughter Hours crew. Hold on now. Since, I'm... since the tweet was posted, which was January twelfth, two thousand twenty one. Yep, we have three hundred and seventy six retweets, okay. twenty three quote tweets, two bookmarks. And three thousand six hundred and forty likes. Okay, so we're we're about you know fourteen hundred short there. So if you listen to this, you metrics? haven't liked it. Are we across all metrics? There's no way fourteen hundred people are going to react because of this. So are we across all metrics? You know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go buy some bots, like a penny a like, right? Yeah. And they're just going to like it. A penny and a like. First off, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, I know you wanted it to be recognized. I got it. All right, a penny a like. We're gonna buy. So, all right, there, that, that's there, the title of the pod. A penny a I, like. This, this is gonna be leave all the awkwardness in because I'm in a weird. I rented a condo. Hotels were sold out in downtown Hartford, and so I just got a condo. And um, I don't know the way they do things here. Look at me, flammy. No, it's actually no, yeah, you know, no big deal. Put it on the Amex. All right, so not that fucking Blue Wire would give me a company card. Anyways, uh, no, all right, call that. Let's let's get back to the basics. So, blue wire gone, and I, I think this is worth acknowledging. And I, it's weird for me and you to do it because, uh, if you recall the first blue wire meeting that we ever had, it was you and I, uh, not even opposed to the idea. I think we were just you were in a headspace of like, fucking everybody take this shit seriously, and I was in a headspace of like, um, hey, chill the fuck out. I just got here. Uh, and <laughs> which is not a great headspace to counteract like the person that's taking this seriously, but you know, whatever. 
Um, and then we we did Blue Wire. In, in, and I will say this, in mutual agreement, but not just between us, between everybody. Like Collectively, we agreed, uh, let's join Blue Wire. Uh, I think a lot of that, none of that was financial, let's be clear. I think we were all very aware none of that was financial. We called it penny stocks at the time. Uh, but what, and, and that's what it meant to be an insult. And it's a great business model. So I'm not insulting it. It was genius idea by uh, Kevin. So we did it and uh, we had a couple of years and then things happen, right? So like as you lose traction and as the pandemic ends, the the famous people we want to talk to, one, uh, become less available. Two, we become less engaged, which is probably should be one. We become less engaged before they become less available. Uh, and three, like, you know, um, as you build this weird reputation, you start to think like, let me... Yeah, freedom of speech on the internet can get a little crazy where you you regret things like you, you don't usually tweet or text to the people that you you uh grew up or are supporting at 2 a.m. Right. But uh, the problem is like it, Twitter is basically your um your junk mail for but that you always check, right? Like I can tweet all these famous people I enjoy, famous or not famous, these people that may not get it immediately, but when they decide to check their junk mail. It's like, oh shit! You uh, you now saw that I offered you twenty five percent off at Kohl's in the in the form of a, <laughs> in the form of a JPEG, right? Like, it's like, how is this? So I think there's a lot of things that contributed to our. Uh, well, I won't say our termination was driven by purely numbers. Like, let me not give Blue Wire that credit. Blue Wire knew nothing about our content. They knew no nothing about our purpose. Uh, they knew nothing about I think what we created originally. And I honestly, and I don't say yeah. that in a rude way. I mean. You know, when you're when you're creating a big company, you look at numbers. You know this beep. It's what you do. You put beeps on a spreadsheet. You count it. So nothing against this. Nothing about this is against Blue Wire as a company um, format, structure, approach. What I what I do truly believe is that we had the opportunity the first twelve months to like truly move the needle, and that opportunity wasn't given to us because of that I don't know because like, yeah, they got Chris long and I'm not saying maybe we're talentless. Maybe we did too much. Maybe we did three things too. And I, I mean, we could blame midweek mentions as much as I'd like to, but there was a segment of our, like it, again, if you have a corporation where you have four different industries, finance, uh, insurance, I'm just like naming like um, operations, logistics, whatever. Like you have, you have a company that supports four different industries in different ways. You find the one industry that's working, like, why aren't y'all them, right? So, like, we had enough interviews with people. We had enough everything else. And I don't think it's that they didn't, and they intentionally didn't support us. I think their model in unintentionally avoids or unintentionally doesn't find uh, where you actually have some quality stuff if you're not doing the small clips that are, you know, some fucking three dudes in the living room of their fucking one bedroom apartment telling you how the fucking New York Knicks are going to make a run. Like, you know, yeah. and, and I hate to say it, but like, that's what it is. Like I see a lot of the podcast, and this isn't specific to blue wire. It's like, Oh, it, actually it is. Cause I don't see any of the respectable podcast network that has like, Hey, this guy's here because they said something from like there, like the only other podcast I know they would put a bunch of people from their fucking home, just saying random shit with no background. Oh, never mind. That's the Dan Levitard show, which we love. Uh, no, I, you know, like I, I get it. I get the irony. What I'm saying is like, it's just weird. Like if you meant to be a, a sports podcast and like, 
know who you're like, yeah, you know, find your, find your diamond in the dirt. And maybe we're not that, maybe we never become anything. So long run. Did Anyways. we just fly too close to the sun? To the daughter. I don't know what that means. No, I, we didn't fly too close to the sun. The sun flew clo- too close to us. Let me repeat that. We didn't fly too close to the sun. <laughs> no, I, I, I genuinely still stand by, like, we did the right thing from a short term perspective. Like there was no reason for us to be there after. So salute Blue Wire if they're still around. Um, salute. Is there a studio in the Aria? Uh, the win. Okay. Oh, the lose. Um, no. Nah. Salute Blue Wire. I'm just kidding. Uh, they, they really did whatever they were supposed to do. Don't care. I'm more upset that like I truly believe whether it's before or during my time that there was a period for LAH to give them what they so desperately lack which is not uh people that talk fucking rebounds um but whatever have i ranted enough is this gonna be like just me ranting about blue wire let's not do that all right so b let's do this uh did you have topics for tonight we're we're gonna rapid fire you you owe me 30 minutes i know you're gonna hate this but we're gonna stay on here for 30 minutes so did you have topics tonight i did not actually Uh, are you how comfortable on a scale of one to ten do you feel about editing my entire rant about blue wire or do you have anything to add that you can just go ahead? I'm, 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 I plan on keeping the whole thing in because I, I think it's an important discussion. I'm glad we're having it. <laughs> um, you know, and, and I think we owe it to the 17 people that you know download us on a on a weekly basis that you know they they kind of know what's going on so. Well, those 17 people are just us. I think, oh, wait, this is us telling them they're fired. We're telling the yes. rest of LH. All right. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on then. So let's not do, let's not do blue wire. Let's not do all that. If you're going to keep it in, hope you edit it well. Uh, I won't. I know. I, look, all I'm saying <laughs> is I love what we did. I truly believe what we did was fun and, uh, and actually good. And I think that whatever, I don't know where Kevin is. Hope he's enjoying whatever uh, angel investments he got. All right. So, Dan Lobitard's show, new studio, Pablo. Can I be honest? I love Pablo to death. Like I, I mean this. Like I, I don't smoke weed. I haven't smoked. I, as somebody who smoked weed every day for years, I just one day stopped. I would smoke a bowl blunt, whatever it is that Pablo wants. Love him. I hated the initial appearance of 420 for Pablo. I, I and I say this in the most love loving way because. I love Pablo. I feel like he got like he got forced to like, or and I don't want to say forced. No, I won't because he is who he is. It was the, a weird induction of like, all right, let's not go too far off the spectrum. Like, you, you don't go from wearing the white collar, the blue blazer, to like just showing up in a fucking life beater and you're sagging, right? Like, let's just slowly digress, right? Let's, uh, you know, maybe blazer with a t-shirt. Who knows? And I, I say that knowing what Pablo wears, but. Did you day one appearance or what's overall opinion of intro Pablo? Cause I felt it was a little too forced. I, I agree. I think it was a little forced. It was a little end of Jurassic world, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, the bit. I, I, I love him on the show. Yeah. The, the bit kind of, kind of dragged on. However, comma, uh, having him on the show has been a breath of fresh air. Oh, absolutely. let me clear. I'm talking yeah. day one. So everything after day one, as I slap a lamp, <laughs> I look like a fucking interrogation. Like, all right. So everything after day one 
hundred percent. It's fault. Day one to me was like, why are we like? And I know they says unintentional for twenty. I'm like, this is like you, you have to control the the need to go into the character, right? And the only person I think that really has a barometer of hey, the bit's gone too far is Dan. And I I know that Mike Ryan's known for annoying the fans. He's he knows where he's at. But the only person who's willing to say, like, no, like hammer down was Dan. It's like, all right, so we're we're really gonna do this for two hours. Like I and I'm not being Reddit because I fucking do not have a Reddit. I was like, Pablo, like your first intro could have been so much funnier. It doesn't have to be serious, but so much not this, unless it was intentional and I'm gonna hit with the you don't get the show. Am I getting hit with the you don't get the show? I think so. Just a little bit. I, I don't, I don't have a soundboard yet. So, um, it's all right. So then I will switch over here. The new studio is temporary for like six years, which means they're going to build something big. Have we decided to go down to Miami and ask local politicians because everything here is about real estate and all of a sudden they may be building real estate. Like is Billy Corbin gonna do a documentary about this, or how are we gonna find? Well, out I'm sure. It? I'm sure. Well, number one, go ahead and talk into the mic. Um, but number two, oh, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Billy Corbin out. Do you need it? Do you need to turn it oh, around? Is it, is it low? Yeah. It. it I, I don't know. It's. Who knows? What, here, here, here's what happened. Uh, here's what don't don't say it like it's fact. <laughs> don't you dare be like here's what like you were in the fucking the meeting where Chris Cody was hosting his AP. All right, go. Here's the thing. Um, yes, uh, Billy Corbin, I'm sure, is already in in works with uh, with Metal Arc Media to create this uh, document, you know, documentary about uh, the you no know, the the Leveland joining the new studio and going to the new new studio. I'm sure he's already on it. Wait, I'm sorry. You have to repeat, repeat what you just said. You're saying the initial part, I, you, you're saying there's like, you're making this big of a deal out of leaving the Clevelander. Yeah. I, I mean, how long were they there? They were there for 10, 12 years. Right. Yeah. Maybe I, I full admission. Remember I, I thought the Clevelander. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, maybe it's that big of a deal. Uh, hey, have we ever thought of the pun instead of like leave because like Clevelander, like everybody's doing the Clevelander. Have we ever thought like cleave departure because you know you land and you depart? No, no. So no, 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 no. I think uh, I don't know where they're going. All I'm saying is like Billy Corbin would be the most hypocritical hypocritical person. If like the Levitard metal art company is like, oh yeah, we're just buying, uh, they end up buying the field for whatever the Miami soccer team is that Whittingham and Mike Ryan don't show up about, and it, that's where they build their studio. <laughs> I what, what is it, Mel Reese or something like that? Some old swamp land outside of a an it, airport. That's just Florida. It, it, swamp land outside of an airport <laughs> is Florida. It's either you either you land where the alligators are. I. I'm happy for them. I love that Pablo is there. I just hated the day one. Let me be clear. Love Pablo. This is going to sound super uh, fan complaint. It's not. I love Pablo. I think I think Pablo is one of the funnier people uh, to exist. And he played the uh, Let's Go very well. 
Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. The only person who couldn't seem to be funny at that was Smitty. Windhorse fingers. So, Why do you think that is? Yeah. You know, can we do the you, you don't get the show again? Or are we just going to <laughs> No, she just had her, her two year anniversary with uh, her, her metal lark anniversary. So uh, salute, Smitty. Salute, Smitty. Uh, yeah. F1. Uh, salute to the other podcast also. I know this is all going to be cut. So let's move on to something I actually do want to talk about. Is Mike Ryan a reporter? And let, let's do this. All right. I'm, I'm actually going to move. Like, let's let's talk Mike Ryan. I, I think this is like clip YouTube, social media. We're going to do this. I have a question. Is Mike Ryan a reporter? And did Dan help this? Or did Mike Ryan just genuinely jump into this because of his apparent OCD? And this is not a negative thing. Like if Mike Ryan does something, he does something. He becomes Zaslow in the way that we've all recognized recently is way better than we even thought, right? Like, right. Zaslow makes you realize, like, oh, shit, he, when he does something, he does things. Did Mike Ryan become a reporter on his own? I mean, I'm just saying little guy. I'm saying, like, he jumped in there, or do you, it, do you think Dan even held with his connection? Do you think Mike Ryan just through flat-out sociability and resistance like no i'm gonna I, I i think i think it's the latter i think he has that drive to be the best at everything he does right when he wanted to go out and be a dj what did he do he spent hours upon hours upon hours working that craft ended up doing shack's you know fun house at the super bowl right i think he took that drive and that passion into putting on his journalistic hat and becoming a reporter, you know, actually trying to break some news. Um, so and I think. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, so, so the addiction, right? So he did the DJ thing, right? And yeah. also I found out why I was wrong. wrong. Like it was backwards. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. So yep. he did the he did the DJ thing. And he from from the time he started to the time he presented was, well, I what the addiction of what he's doing now must or just the desire to do it. Right. Because he loves music. But he didn't keep DJing. He he took on this. I'm not saying he doesn't DJ. He took this on full, like full blown, like started reporting. So like, do you think this was just a new passion that was found? Because I yes. agree that if he finds something, he loves to do it. I, I think that's something weird about most people that are ADHD or whatever other mental issues you have where you're like, I attach to something I find enjoyable uh, for a short term until I find something else. But this like seemed to be the final thing. So what about Mike Ryan? Like, I, I don't know. I, I saw Mike Ryan as somebody who desired humor with truth, but he dove deep into journalism, but he doesn't want to like identify as it. Like only Dan calls him a journalist only or a reporter. Excuse me. Only Dan does that. Mike. So like, is he like an insider that still doesn't want to be labeled an insider? He's he's the golden cane, right? I mean, he's he's built these connections and these relationships through actually being in the room when these conversations are going down and then reporting on what he hears. Which is a reporter though. Like that that's literally yeah, the definition really, of a reporter. Yeah. One so, that reports. So he's truly like and, and I I don't ask this like sarcastically or like so his desire is to be I don't is his desire to be a reporter or is his desire to be a golden cane? And he understands the rules of reporting and journalism because of Dan, where he's like, look, I want 
our message to get out there, but I also will respect the very few people that do journalistic ethics of not like, you know, really, I'm not going to say call them sources because they're not just inside information. Right. Uh, so I, I'm just curious of like what his desire is. Is he presenting himself as, I, I don't think he wants to be a reporter. I don't think he wants to be a newsbreaker. I think he wants to truly be somebody who's emotionally invested in financially, obviously. Uh, I think the financial part is more of a bit, as much as I believe he is, I think he mentions it more of a bit. Uh, I think he wants to be that person because he really cares. And that the only way to, do it that makes it entertaining is to present it as either one of the other. I don't, but I don't think he wants to be a reporter. I don't think he wants to news breaker. I think he wants to just tell you here's what's happening, but he has to find the funniest way to do it. Otherwise I don't think, it, I, I don't think he thinks we would care. Although I think most of us would that are. Listening. I think it might be also be kind of an adrenaline rush for him, right? Being tapped into the breaking news and what's not actually being said, and then being able to bring that to the forefront—that um, that could be a rush right there. But, but he rarely does it on the show, right? His big—I mean, I know Twitter's probably his second biggest. If you follow him on Twitter, super follow Mike Ryan for whatever it is. Uh, it's worth it. Shameless plug. He, he does a lot of stuff there on the show, unless Dan mentions it. I feel like he doesn't really go for it. And I know everything's probably pre-planned, and we're being ignorant from yeah. the audience, but I, I don't feel like he's intending to say I'm giving you updates on these things unless Dan's I'm not saying Dan throws it to him because Mike's so important now he can drive the conversation. I guess that Dan's like, no, this is worth talking about. I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just still I'm stuck between Mike Ryan being lucky enough, and I say lucky enough knowing the work, to financially be invested and emotionally and also become a reporter, but not not desire the platform that's there and say, I'll do it when I do it. Otherwise, I have, you know, I have my other outlets to express. It's like soccer. He didn't talk about soccer as much. He had Twitter for that. Him and Winningham and their podcast. Yeah. But I don't know. Either way, I, I just think that Mike Ryan is, I think he's still unclear of like, are you going to be a reporter, do all this? And I'm like, as much as I believe Mike Ryan is the most talented person in sports radio to exist and he could do whatever. I think he's, he knows that. And it's like, all right, so which one do I tackle without pigeonholing myself? Because reporting and journalism pigeonholes, his ability to do comedy, anything else, right? Like it, you don't want to become Billy Corbin where all you're doing is fucking documentaries <laughs> part three on Netflix. And you also don't want to be like super uh, over reporting without emotional uh, reactions, like any other normal journalist, not named Billy Corbin. So I don't know. I, I think there's a fine line. And I, I only ask that not to criticize. Like, I'm curious because I think somebody that talented who's bleeding into that journalistic, it's like, don't lose the creativity because it's really hard to be Dan Libertard where you can have both. And this was a Mike Ryan exclusive. All right. All right. Sorry. A lot of me talking. Welcome to Post Post Game Show. This is at Beep Count on Twitter. Joined tonight by Flem out there in Hartford, Connecticut. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> what a five. hell of a cold open. What a hell of a cold open. Top five things you would do in Connecticut. Have you been to Connecticut? Not, I have been to Connecticut one time. Uh, number five would be not visit Steve. Number four would be not visit Cat. Um. Number three would be Randy Scott. I met a guy that worked with Randy Scott earlier. Get him on the pod. I, I'm not sure. I'm not, not, not Randy Scott, the, the friend. 
Well, Randy Scott would never join us. I, I think they're I think they're still banned from joining us. No, he'll join. Get him oh, on the pod. All right. I will do a bet. If if we don't have Randy Scott in 60 days, I'll shave my head. Ooh, if, if we don't get him in yeah, 60 if days. If we do not have Randy Scott on our podcast, put that on if we do not have Randy Scott on our podcast within okay. the next 60 days from April 26, 2023, at 1056 p.m. Eastern, I will shave my head. 1156. I'm still in. I'm traveling. All right. <laughs> All right. You know what? You bought me an hour. So, Randy, give me. You have 60 more minutes. Then, if Randy Scott does not come on Lauer after hours after we got fired, uh, phone, June 26th. Yeah. April 26th. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think right. that's three days. I think you're doing a two month thing. There. You need to do 30 days. For some okay, reason, so, so, Ju- so June 25th, then. Sure. I don't. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Yep. All right. Yeah. So, right. uh, Randy. Look it. Uh, Brand, well, all right, don't book it. Just get Randy on the podcast because I'm not going to do anything to do this. Like, I as soon as this is over, I'll never talk. I'll, I'm going to leave and wait 60 days, but I hope Randy's there. Uh, Are you sure kidding. you really want to make this hair bet with those I, power alleys you got there? Because I'm, I'm not sure if that's going to be coming back. First offered, uh, second off, I can afford to bring it back. Um, I, <laughs> okay. Okay. Right yes. Uh, yes. I, I, I understand the flight, the from, flights to Turkey are not going to be that expensive for you from, from Hartford, Connecticut. I'm, I'm in Hartford, Connecticut. I'm right near you, Randy. You have 60 days to join Laura after hours, or I have to shave my head. I swear to God, if I have to shave my head because of you, there will be hell to pay. I don't know any other threat. I, um, just don't be a dick, Randy. Just, Show up, Larry What other stuff is there to pay? So, I mean, yeah, we always have the there'll be hell to pay, but what else out there Ooh, is there to pay? Question. So, if you if you had a, I mean, paying hell seems like a waste of money, but also like I don't know the the financial the monetary value. I think paying heaven seems like it would cost the most. So, if I told you you had to pay heaven, streets are made of know. gold. <laughs> sure, uh, purgatory, heaven, or hell. I'm like, you have to pay this. I'm like. Heaven seems expensive. Like I, I think I can cover hell. Like I feel like, yeah, I feel like I could put something on hell. I can put hell on layaway. Uh, purgatory is like the long term loans where it's like, yeah, it's don't worry about it. Yeah, it's like uh, when you're in the military, you buy a laptop. It's like, don't worry, you just pay fifty dollars for the rest of your life uh, every month. And, yeah, at twenty six percent interest. Yeah, and paying heaven is just like, I don't know. Paying heaven's, I guess, is like paying like a, a brand new car when. I, I don't know. Paying, I don't know. Paying heaven. I guess it's like unexpected. I guess paying heaven is like life insurance. Like you pay it, and then whenever it's paid off, it's like too bad for you. Like it was a great investment, <laughs> but uh, you're gonna see nothing from this. I, I I would imagine paying hell is actually easier. So if you have a a bad financial situation or a bad credit situation, which we we've all been there, pay hell. Don't don't pay heaven. Don't offer a purgatory. Um, you know what uh, would be refinancing would be like Easter, right? Where it's like, could I do this again? And then, <laughs> in three days, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like, let me just uh, <laughs> a little less in. And I'm, <laughs> I say a little less interest because like there's no way. All right, if G- this is something, I'll I'll write this down for my standup. If if Jesus leaves and comes back, like you're less interested, right? Like oh, we've been here, done that. Like no offense, but like Noah. All right. Um, no offense, but like you, you kind of lost already. Like you're, you're Mosfidal. No pun intended for street. Like 
Is this sacrilegious? Let's not do this. All right. Um, yeah. I'm going to keep all that in, by the way. See you, Randy Scott, and uh, Bristol, Connecticut, or Harvard, if you want to drive to me. And that's going to do it for this episode of Post Post Game Show. This has been at Beep Count on Twitter. Join the live by Flem. Nah, it's a Snoop Bot. What up, though? What up, though? All right. Talk to you next uh, time. that podcast. Bye, y'all. Listen to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.